Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's build it up now because the Socceroos are into the World Cup round of 16. The Raw are having a break at the moment. They're back on Friday week, the same day as the breakfast, so they return to action. He's now a dad. His business is booming. Everything is hunky-dory for Jack (laughs) Hingott. It's great to have him back on the program after a week off. First of all, Jack, on behalf of us all and all our listeners, congratulations on becoming a dad. How is young Billy? Thank you very much. It's um, very exciting. He's uh, he's actually just gone back down for a snooze. So, um, no, it's, it's going really well. I'm uh, I'm loving it so far. Couldn't make it on, uh, on last week. I was under the pump a little bit in the, in the hospital and everything. But, um, no, it's going really well. I'm, uh, I'm loving it. I've written down here, you've got better timing than Shane Van Gisbergen, mate. <laughs> the, your little injury, what was it? Was it? I've forgotten. Ankle. 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 And then the birth of your child all in the break. And then you'll power into the second half. Yeah, but I, I still don't know how I've done this. It's um, probably some of the best timing of my life. I, um, yeah, I actually managed to time it. So we had, we actually had a full week off training because of the World Cup. We had, you know, four weeks with no game. So um, the club gave us a week off just to kind of have a little break and switch off and recover. And that was when he was actually born in that week off. So um, that first week was was amazing. I didn't even, you know, didn't even have to go off the training or anything. And yeah. then um, without the without the games because of the World Cup break, you know, I've been home for for four weeks without having to travel away um, and obviously as I, I think I spoke to you guys about it before the birth was one of the things that you kind of have to think about is that I could potentially be going away you know within a couple of days and you know leave Mrs and, and Bob at home alone um, and go away and, and, and play a game so that's been great I haven't been able to I haven't had to actually do that I've been home for the whole time so she's happy with me a um, few extra brownie points and I've told her I've did it all on purpose so <laughs> and Billy, believe you, me <laughs> yeah, you, you created the schedule uh, Bill, and Billy's <laughs> seen one of the most famous Australian World Cup games overnight and then he goes to sleep straight after that yeah yeah, exactly it's, um, oh, it's amazing amazing for Australian football for the Socceroos um, for any Australian football fan it's, um, it is, it's amazing and going into the World Cup um, there's a lot of doubt on, over the squad on, on how we were going to go, and it's just amazing when you see you see something like that. And and exactly what I think we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, you know, the hard work, effort, you know, putting your body on the line, um, which is I guess what we we're known for as Aussies, um, as, as as come through. We were under the pump a little bit early on, I think, but you know, we've just gone gone to show how how much that hard work and resilience. Um, can pay off, and we're, we're talking about the, the big stage here. With you know the biggest yep. tournament in the world, playing against the best teams in the world, and we've we've got through. Um, so it's it's amazing. It's uh, it's yeah, it's unbelievable, really. And Billy Boy is uh, he probably has no idea what's going on, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I'll tell him about it when he gets a bit older. And mate, uh, to play the biggest stage as you mentioned, but to play three quality hard games, what in the space of about ten days or so. Um, is a great physical achievement as well. Yeah, of course it is. And we're talking about playing in in Qatar as well, where it's, yep. you know, tough conditions. Obviously, the the stadiums are air-conditioned, but it's, it's tough conditions over there. I was I was over in Qatar recently with that Sri Lanka team, and um, 
it was it was tough playing training every day preparing and you're playing against you know two of the teams in in our group were you know in the top 10 so you're talking about some very very good teams here that you're playing against and backing up you know after a few days um it's it's not an, not an easy thing to do and again it comes down to our i think our you know resilience work ethic um and and yeah it's um it's something that's I think gets overlooked a little bit because people just see, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they've got a game here, a game there, and they expect to you know perform at their very best every game, which of course we all expect them to do so. Um, but you don't think about the little things like the travelling, being away from the family, um, you know, the time difference when you get there. That's something I struggled with over there. Um, but being able to back up, you know, over over a few days and, and play and perform at your best against the best teams in the world is something that is extremely hard to do. Yeah, and very few of them will be 100% fit at this mm. stage. There'll be niggles that they're working hard at. What what do you make of the yeah. squad now, Jack? Look, with the hindsight we have, uh, is yeah. is the squad, has it been perfectly selected? Well, you can't argue with it now, can you? It's, mm. um, and it's something that, is, is going to is well it's gone down in history already it's gone mm. down in history for Australian football and and these are the boys and, and the squad that are going to be remembered for it and hopefully who knows what could happen in the next game um, so they've already they've already created history again um, and now there's a lot of people that were doubting and questioning Graham Arnold and I'm sure a lot of them are going to be you know uh, biting their tongue a little bit now but yeah it's um, yeah, it's something where now you look at it and you think about, and, and we spoke about this as well. I, 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 we mentioned this is that, you know, the team and the hard work of the team obviously can outdo individual players. And there's a lot of things that we spoke about when we're talking about France and other teams is that they've got great individual players, but they don't always work well as a team. But we've definitely shown that as a team, we are very hard to beat. We work well together. We work hard for each other. And that's why I think we are where we are at the moment. And that was always a massive part of the selections, wasn't it? How, how they'd all mix into the style that Arnold wanted to play. Yeah. I, I, I sense that the, the non-players might be a big part of a future now, having gone through this experience, um, not, not getting a game yet, but he's got some youth there too, hasn't he, or, or younger players? Yeah. Yeah, oh, and it's experienced that. You know, it's it's like gold. It's it's obviously it's it's um, an experience they're they're going to be able to use and, and draw upon mm. throughout their careers. And obviously, being some of the young boys as they as they get older, it's experience that a lot of people will never even get a chance to even think about. So um, I'm sure they're going to be able to use it throughout their careers and throughout their careers within the actual Socceroos. Um, and obviously, moving forward for Australian football, I think it's it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, I, I guess the thing that we mentioned mainly is that as a team, it's um, you know we've been hard to beat. We've come together, we work hard together, and that's something that a lot of people don't actually think about when when these squads are selected. It's like oh well, these are the best players. These players should be playing. They're the best individual players. But things that you don't always think about is how they're going to work together as a team. How they're going to go, um, you know, playing together. And that's something that I think a lot of fans kind of forget to think about. They just think about. You know, oh, he's the best player. He's performing at the best at the moment. Um, he should be in the team. He should be in the squad. He shouldn't be in there. But you really have to think about how these boys are going to go together as a team, how they're going to play together, um, and how they're going to click. So yep. um, that's something that obviously Graham Arnold's had to think about, and he has thought about with his squad. Um, and that's why we are here right now talking about this and yeah. having a, a great start to the day. 
Well, mate, uh, Graham sort of alluded to that in his press conference. I can't remember which day it was. He basically said that uh, it might have been before Tunisia or even, I'm not sure, or after Tunisia, that the French game was the best friendly they could have had because the reality is I think everyone expected, you know, that Tunisia and Denmark were the key matches. And so defensively, they were a little bit all over the shop against France, you know, the defending champions. Uh, Mbappe uh, tore them to shreds. But back-to-back clean sheets, Jack, it shows um, that yeah. they're, they're making inroads there. They're, they're gelling. Yeah, of course. And and uh, obviously over these last few games, they're gelling more and more, um, which is exciting for us to think about going into these the knockout rounds, around 16. It's, it's exciting because they've had these couple of games. As you said, they've kept a couple of clean sheets. They're gelling together and it's um, it's only going to be better for us going into the next into the next round. And we talk about players that weren't even, obviously, I would say, fully match fit. You talk about Harry Sutar, who had just come oh. back from an ACL. I think he'd played, I think he'd made, had one one performance in the first team again, um, one appearance in the first team. Nowhere near match fit, I would say, mm. in terms of at his best, being at his best, at his peak. And these games, he's gradually, I would say, better and better in these games as well. He's been unbelievable for us. But again, going into this next round, he's got three games under his belt now, a couple of clean sheets for the rest of the boys. Um, so it's it's exciting for us. How good is he at slide tackles? He, he's only going to get better as well. How good are his slide tackles? Harry Suter oh, yeah, for a big bloke, he gets down yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, and, and one thing I, I, I've noticed, especially about him, is that big guys usually aren't as mobile, not as, um, I guess, good on the ball and, and can't move their feet as well. But he's got all of that as well as being the, the biggest guy on the field. So, mm. um, yeah, I'm, I've already... You know, heard reports that there's a few bigger clubs sniffing around him already, which is great for him. But he's, I think he's going to be amazing for us, especially in the next round as well. What does the, these two clean sheets do for the confidence? And you, you know, in your in teams that you've played for, is that where you gain your confidence? You might win three two, or you might win two one. But if you if you're winning games, keeping the opposition to nil, does that mm. mean a little bit more as you move forward? Yeah, I think so, and I think again it shows. The things that are overlooked is, I guess, in football is, I think, the defensive side. Um, keeping a clean sheet is obviously a, a great foundation for you. So, And, and it shows, as a team, your structures, um, how you, how hard you work and defensively how, how you work as a team. And it, it does build confidence because you can go into games thinking, well, we know that we're solid. We know that we've got the right foundation. We know we've got our structures. We know we work hard for each other. And we know that we're hard to beat and teams are going to find it hard to score against us. And going into the game with that confidence, knowing that, you know, if we score, there's a good chance that we're, we're winning this because we know how hard it is for teams to break us down. It, it fills you with a, a wealth of confidence. And, and that's something that we have at, at Brisbane Raw over the last few years. Something that we've had is that defensive structure. And going into a game, we feel like, well, we know that we're strong at the back. We know that defensively as a team, we're strong. Um, and that fills you with confidence because you know that if you can go and, and create some chances and score a couple of goals, that, there's a great chance that we're going to win this game because we know how hard we are to beat defensively. And that's something that is, I, I'm sure the boys are feeling in the, in the camp, the Socceroos at the moment. Yeah, because Denmark made us work so hard. They had like 65% yeah. of possession early doors. Yeah, I know. And, but again, you see the boys throwing their bodies on the line, blocking shots, slide tackles, um, wanting to do the hard work that often is overlooked again. Um, just shows that mentally and, and physically how tough we are. Yeah, yeah and, you, you, know and that, you need to be able to do that to win yeah. games. To win games like that, you need to be able to do that. You know, there's going to be you know other teams in this World Cup. We're playing against some great teams. They're yeah. going to have opportunities. They're going to have chances. They've got some great individual players that do have that 
you know, a bit of quality that can change a game. But the fact that you can throw your body on the line, block shots, work like that defensively, it's it's something that, again, I don't think every team has. Um, and you look across the pitch for us, I think every single player on the pitch, even attacking players, have shown it. You know, how, how hard they've been working from, you know, our strikers, how hard they've been working. You look at, you know, Mitch Duke um, and how hard he works. Um, but, yeah, throughout the whole 11 from front to back, um, I think every player has shown it. Yeah, and it's going to be tough. Argentina, Lionel Messi. Are they any good? <laughs> yeah, they go all right. They go all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, um, to be fair, their first game, Saudi Arabia were, were actually really good against them first game and, and, and obviously can show that. There can be an upset. There's been so many upsets in this World Cup. Um, so why can't we do it as well? But yeah. they're, they're a great team. Obviously, you've got players like Messi. I'm sure the boys are going to be excited about playing against, you know, the, if not the best player in the world. Um, it's um, it's going to be a great experience if, if that's the case. And, um, yeah, I'm sure it's... Uh, again, when you play against players like this and teams like this, it gives you that extra little push, that extra level. Um to, to get to and it gives you that extra bit of motivation so um, I'm excited I'm looking forward to seeing how the boys are going to go should be terrific mate you've given us Imagine more than being able to say that you're playing against Lionel Messi yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. In, in a World Cup round of 16 yeah. and it could well come exactly. down to, let's say well it, it, potentially it could come down to the grey wiggle coming out again because once we get to that stage it, penalty shootout yeah. if there's still tie but uh that would be something if the grey wiggle got out and got us through to the the next uh, round. Mate, I better let you go. Get back to Billy. Um, do you, you do you have to order a nappy bag, or are you allowed as the owner just to say, "Oh, I'll have that one for my son"? Uh, do you have to buy one, or what happened? <laughs> I think I've earned the privilege to be able to just grab one <laughs> straight uh, out of stock. <laughs> I actually, I actually hadn't um, monogrammed it yet because we, we obviously do the personalisation as well. And we finally, I actually did it yesterday for for the message. She was like, oh, "Can you put his initial on the bag? Can you put his?" kind of pestering me a little bit about it over the last couple of weeks and I have finally got it done and put a B on the side for him. So he's got his initial on there now. But um, oh, good stuff. yeah, I was, uh, I was able to grab one, grab one out myself. <laughs> um, it could be some... It to the business partner just to check, but yeah, he's, uh, he's all good with it. So could be some nappy bags, nappy bag discounts if we beat Argentina on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, yeah definitely. Instead I'll of Black Friday out, sales, sure. we have a Golden Sunday sale for nappy bags. Mate, uh, <laughs> Great to chat with you. Uh, we'll let you get back to the baby and back to training. We'll chat next Thursday if we can, uh, the day before. You're back playing uh, at Redcliffe on Friday night. Yep, we've got um, we've got Adelaide, so hopefully the, the soccer is going well and Craig Goodwin can't make his way back in time. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Jack Hingott there from the Brisbane Royal. <laughs>